The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times bestselling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey, Dr. Bill here. We're going to do a Meet the Mentor with a very good friend of mine who I've known for quite a while. Uh, But before we get to that, Leap 2023 will be July 16th to the 22nd at the beautiful UCLA campus. Now, in the past, we've had some pretty amazing speakers. Uh, Richard Branson, Paula Abdul, Mark Wahlberg, Michael Strahan, Anthony Hopkins, Kathy Bates, um, on and on and on. This year, I got a firm commitment from Shay Mitchell. From those of you that used to watch Pretty Little Liars, Shay has launched her own luggage line and it is killing it. It's it's the fastest moving luggage line at Nordstrom's right now. So she'll talk a little bit about her career and about this new business and being a mom, which would be cool. And I have a really cool one. Well, should I tell them you guys? Uh, well, he plays the piano. We'll see if you can guess, right? He plays the piano. Uh, his first name is John, and his last name starts with an L. <laughs> uh, what we got, John uh, Lennon? Well, John name? Lennon, no, we're going to go with John Legend. Legend. I'm sorry, John Legend. I've been to his concert. Why don't I say John Lennon? So, <laughs> John be, Legend. Yeah. So uh, so I think we've got John Legend coming. And if we're lucky, he'll bring his lovely wife, Christy, too. So it would be a dynamic duo. Um, and we're looking for some really amazing uh, business leaders. So if any of you out there that are listening have people that you think would be great mentors for Leap, let me know. I also got a, a soft commitment from Stephen Dorff, who is a very well-known actor, and his last name is almost perfect. He just needs a little bit of a man at the end of it, and it would have been even better, but um, we'll get Stephen Dorff. So let me introduce you to our mentor for today. Roy Matlock Jr. is chairman of Terra Wealth Management and creator of the nationally syndicated radio show, The Money Game, now known as The Dame Ramsey Show. Roy began his wealth management career over 38 years ago when he was an infant. Um, His focus has always been to help people become financially secure and to educate clients on how to manage money in order to create generational wealth. Over the past 38 years, Roy has helped his clients to accumulate over $1 billion in assets and has been touted as a well-respected educator and trailblazer in the financial industry. Roy is also owner of a financial technology business called Sales Team Pro and a digital marketing firm in Nashville, Tennessee, where he resides and where he continues to host his weekly radio show and podcast, The Money and Business 
hour. Roy, welcome to Meet the Mentor. And I also want to thank you for your years and years of support with LEAP, for coming to LEAP last year, being a keynote speaker at our program, for sending a bunch of kids to the program, and just for being a great guy and a great friend. So thank you and welcome to Meet the Mentor. Well, thank you, Bill. And uh, what a great that that uh, event you put on the Leap event. Uh, when I uh, I had to follow these two kids, and I'm like, man, this is this is intimidating. All I do is speak a lot of places, and you know, I've done radio and done all that stuff. But the event you put on and the the people that that you brought out there was really good. And I, I mean, I've talked about this to a lot of people, and uh, you've done a great job with that. It's great foundation and uh you know we go back a long long ways as you said i i i met met you through uh one of your good friends uh dennis wells and uh, uh it was funny um the dental world um i got introduced to it because i had two different girlfriends that told me hey maybe you should get your teeth fixed and i'm like nah i don't need that i mean what are you talking about and then finally uh on the third not that i have so many of them but by the third one uh uh the, she said you should so uh, go see dr wells and i got my teeth fixed and so what you do for people uh and it changes everything i never i, I look back i never smiled before i got my teeth fixed so anyway, so I'm excited. Well, now you got a killer grin. So let's go back to the beginning. Um, how did you get into wealth management? You know, I, I, I think the first uh, thing that uh, happened is, is um, I dropped out of college. And, uh, you know, that sounds crazy. But when you drop out of college, I grew up in an in a entrepreneurial family. My dad owned a manufacturing company and eventually sold it. Uh, uh, had 400 employees, built semi-trailers and, and truck. He was an international harvester dealer for um, like trucks. And we always grew up as as just uh, our family. My brother's self-employed. And so uh, I got involved uh, selling Cutco knives. All right. Now, if any of you know about Cutco knives, they're the great, you know, they, you know, it, it's pretty interesting. They've got a great presentation. And and I became the number one college student in the United States. They were uh, in the summertime. They had 20, 30 college students doing this. And I was like, I'm making more money doing this than the professors were trying to teach me how to do business. And I'm like, hang on a second here. I think I can do this. And so uh, before I knew it, I did that for a number of years. And, and I was like, why am I wasting my time? So I took a few business courses uh, outside of the two years of of college, I went and got a went to a uh, school that you know I got took an accounting course, took some business law, things like that. And then about that time, I met someone and I began a part time side hustle for the sake of it and got my licenses to be a financial advisor. And that's kind of how it worked. And but I spent eighteen months um, doing it as a, so I had two jobs. I had my my money making that I was able to survive on, and then I had uh, 18 months of learning as a sideline. So that was in 1984. So. And where did it go from there, Roy? Well, it, uh, it went from, uh, taking a lot of my background where I was, was not afraid to talk to people. Uh, and from there, uh, I went 18 consecutive years, um, in a row that I grew my business, grew my income. Uh, the, during that time, I, uh, 
became a marketer, did a lot of reading. Uh, even to this day, I read everything. I mean, I'm a, a self-improvement fanatic. And uh, so I, I read, you know, I put the 10,000 hours into becoming an expert in my field. Uh, ended up, uh, had an idea one day. I thought, you know, I was listening to this radio show in Nashville. And one of my reps said, uh, you should do this radio show. You're better. You know more about this radio than the, this financial show. This guy, we were always making uh, comments about how the uh, guy that was doing it was not, um, was just not that, didn't know it that well. And I said, you should do it. So I called up uh, one, of, one of my reps, Dave Ramsey, who had just gone bankruptcy. He went through bankruptcy. I called him up. I said, we should do the radio show. You can talk about real estate and stuff like that. And I can talk about investing. And we showed up, we went to a, um, we called them up. We said, Hey, we, they're in bankruptcy. The radio station was, and we called them up. We said, Hey, we would like to come talk to you about doing that radio show that just went off the air. So it had just gone off the air. We show up and the guy says, well, Hey, uh, you can have one hour, but we can't pay you. So we weren't getting planning on getting paid anyway. And so we started that way. And uh, that kind of propelled a little bit more and, you know, uh, developed a big agency, uh, about 500 advisors uh, that were out you know, all over the place as a result of that. And so what I've been doing the rest, most of my career is just teaching people uh, really two things. One, you know, how to manage their money. And the other is, is I, teach, I work with small business people and, you know, I can tell them how to grow their business. And so that's kind of how it went. So. So currently, how many people work for you at your at your company? Well, I'll tell you what I did. I, uh, I made a, um, a big move back in March and left the firm that I was with. And today we've got right at 80 advisors. We started a new uh, registered investment advisory and we're in 15 states right now. So and uh, moving along, I mean, I uh, got, got a lot of experienced people that uh, we start, we are doing kind of a, you know, um, just a, a full service a fiduciary wealth management type. So tell me how that works. So if 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 a guy like me called you up and said, "Hey, you know, I heard you guys are a really great money management firm. Like, w what can you do for me? Like, you kind of walk me through the process." So if someone, if I were to meet meet with you, the first thing you know that generally happens is we've done something already uh, to attract you. All right. I believe this, that in any kind of business you're in, the most important thing you need to do is to put great educational information out. Uh, so one day people feel like you're the go-to person. So I do the radio show for that reason. I do uh, a lot of, put a lot of information out. So you might have met me through a referral or whatever, but but the point being, when you, when you come in, I know you have a goal. So I would start out and I'd say, Bill, you know, if, Thank you for coming in and taking your time to do this. What, so I can get right down to the point. What's your goal? All right. Why did you decide to come this way? And one of the things I find out is in the financial area, it's all event driven. And what I mean by event driven, you know, somebody changes jobs or they have a baby or they get a divorce or someone dies. It's always very event driven. Something happens to them. And that causes them to want to reach out. And so what I've always felt like is this, if I keep that information out there, education, I've had people call me and I say, you know, I've listened to you for 20 years. All right. And they call and I'm like 20 years later. So I think one of the things that, that uh, if you're a small business person trying to grow your business, 
you want to be the go-to uh, person when it comes to expert. You're the expert in your field. You work hard to become that way, just like what you do by you know getting out in the public. Um, I got to tell you something. Your business sounds just like my business. You know, I I go out there, you know, I'm an educator, I'm a speaker, it builds your, your, your reputation, you become reputable, people come into your office, they already trust you because they've seen you out in the public doing stuff. And the first question I ask them is exactly what you ask your clients, you know, what's your goal, you know, and the people will say things from, you know, I just want to maintain a healthy mouth to, you know, event driven. I just got divorced and, you know, I want to start dating and I know my smile could be better. I mean, it's crazy. It's literally the same thing you're doing, you know? And so we set up a treatment plan, just like you set up a business plan, right? Right. And then we go into what we call the GPS. And so I find out what the goal is. You know, if we start and think about a GPS, we get in our car and we say, where do we want to go? We put the address in and it says, okay, that's our goal. And then it says, you're going to go here, 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 and here. That's the plan. And it says, you'll arrive in 17 minutes or something like that. And we do the same thing when it comes to your money. So what's the goal? Well, I want to, I want to be able to quit one day uh, and at a certain age. This is the you know the schedule, and then the plan in the middle. We put something together, and we come up with their financial independence number, and that is the amount of money they are need in order to be able to quit, never worry about money again. And then maybe they have goals that they want to, you know, after they pass away, they want to maintain uh, the charity that they wanted to do, and we do things like that. And so we would just go through and start them. You know, it's, it's interesting how you know when I first got started. Uh, I had no credibility. So the people that I uh, worked with um, didn't have uh, any money. And I was with a guy just recently um, that he was one of my first customers and he became a client of mine. And, and the guy was, he had $25 a month left over. And I set him up a $25 a month investment. And uh, he called me up and you know, he retired and you know, never made a lot of money, and and uh, but we stayed in touch. But he he accumulated eight hundred thousand dollars. Right? Wow! Starting with twenty five hundred dollars, uh, twenty five dollars a month, and his house paid for for him a great lifestyle. Okay, for where so that's it's amazing. Where you teach people, uh, and uh, one of the things that's been going on right now, it's very timely. The stock market's down, and uh, I've had financial advisors that are out there, they're telling me, oh, I'm so stressed, I'm so stressed. And because the markets, my clients and all that. And quite frankly, I have, I don't, I don't have that going on. And I think it's a lot to do with the whole mindset of if you want to uh, really do the greatest job, give the information to, you know, your patients, your clients, and then that way they know what to expect. And so that's kind of the way I've gone. Is that big information? How, how many clients do you guys manage these days with all those advisors? Well, yeah, and, I, and I'm in a transition in, in, in moving into the new, but we, we've we got upwards of 20,000 uh, clients right now. And wow. Throughout all of the advisory um, group. So, so actually, a lot. I have a great idea for you. Give me a great idea. I, always I think. I think we should send out a mass email to your 20,000 clients saying, if you are a parent of a student 15 to 25, 
who's interested in leadership, entrepreneurship, and motivation, you need to send them a leap. leap week. We'll send yeah. out a video of it. I, I've got that video that I did, and uh, that's part of uh, you know the plan. I, I want to get that out there. So we yeah, will do and I'll tell you something else. It's funny. I just went to a conference this last weekend with some very, very successful kind of elite dental group. I mean, these are dentists that are in literally the top 1%. And they asked me to do a presentation on giving back, you know, and basically my pitch was, look, you guys, you men and women have all been incredibly successful in your careers. And the greatest part of being successful is the ability to help other people. And we got probably about 40 leap signups right there in the room for, you know, and it wasn't that many. There was only about 100 people in the room. So that was pretty cool. And, um, you know, I would love to see what if my team can work with you and give you collateral information that you can use to send out because you're already working with 20,000 people that are interested in, you know, wealth management and, you know, developing wealth and these people have kids that are our future entrepreneurs and there's no better place for them than leap right i'll tell you what i i look you know i wish that uh you know my kids are older than that and i was like man what how great would that have been if they had started in what's seventh grade or whatever that that age is right around that time and just gone through because i saw some of the uh the outcomes um, you know, of the speakers that you had that had gone through it. I mean, it, it really is incredible. And, um, you know, it's in, and it goes back to the whole idea of, you know, one of, one of your speakers said he read 50 books in a year. And, and I'm like, it's what I did. I did that kind of stuff. And I keep doing that kind of stuff. And he said he changed. And I think that's, you know, what this thing does, it gives you a track or a track to run on. So it's, it's, it's good. So I'm, I'm all sold on leap. I've been bragging about it ever since I, I was out there this summer. So. I appreciate that. So the $24,000 question, if I am a student and I'm watching this and I want to have a career like Roy Matlock Jr., tell me some steps I need to take as I'm going through school that would really set me up to have a successful career? You know, I think the first, um, uh, the, there's a couple things, you know, the, um, um, my, my radio show is called Money and Business Hour. And the reason it's called the Money and Business Hour is, is that, you know, there's a couple things that uh, cause people to win. All right. And the first one is, is you under, understand financially how to spend less than you make. And so we, uh, work on that. And, and my kind of rule of thumb is, you know, say live on 50%, the IRS gets 25% and you save 25%. So if you're young and you're getting started, rule number one is, is that you got to learn to live on less than you make. The second thing is, is by the time you're 30, uh, you want to have found something that you like to do, that you love to do. I ask people all the time, they have hobbies. And so how much time do you put into uh, you know, my hobby? What's your hobby? I'll play the guitar. How much time do you put into it? And they say, oh, as much as I can. And so the first thing you do is you find something that you love to do. And so when you do that, and if you, and what I would say to anybody, change, you know, 
uh, don't quit, but change, you know, go from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. But by the time you're 30, if you can find something you love doing, you've accomplished two things. The first thing is, is that you no longer have a job. All right. Because it's something you love to get up and do. I know you love doing your dentistry. I like, I love doing what I'm doing. So people ask me, when are you going to retire? I'm never going to retire. I'm going to slow down. Uh, but so the first thing is you, you, you live on less than you make. You find something that you love to do. Now you're 30 years old. You don't have a job anymore. Then you go become an incredible expert in what you're doing. You read everything. You meet everybody that can help you. You go do those kind of things. Now, because you're an expert in that field, you love it. You're putting time into it. Your income is going to go out the roof. And then if you want to live in a big house or have an expensive car, you've got that other foundation, which is you're living on 50% of what you make. All right. And you, you go win. I mean, that's kind of my whole mindset is, and if you can uh, sacrifice early, you have a long time for your money to compound when it comes to things. So if you uh, get married and you have two incomes, save one income until you have a hundred thousand dollars. All right. And, uh, you know, do things like that. And, and your outcome is I see people going 55 miles an hour in the, in one direction, another 55 miles in the other direction. They're traveling 110 miles apart. One is going down the wrong path. The other's going on the right path. And in a short period of time, there's this gigantic gap. And so that, that's kind of my, my whole philosophy on, uh, you got to find something you like to do. People, if you hate your job, you're never going to make any money. You're never going to be any good at it because you're not going to put time into it. Right. You know, and then, of course, if you can be a business owner, that gives you that bigger opportunity. So that's kind of my, that's my spill when it comes to that. I love that. I love that. And it works, right? It works. It, it worked for me. I mean, I knew back in the 80s that I liked helping people with their money. Uh, and so I went about, uh, doing things. I was on the radio. It was funny. And the, and I was in my thirties and, and people would walk into my office and they had only heard me on the radio and they, they would look at me really funny. And I had a, had a bookshelf behind me and it had like about 50 books on it. And they would look at me, they'd be 55 years old. And they, and I looked like I was 16 and they, they would look and I would say, hang on just a second. I'll run, get my dad. And they're like, looked at me. I said, no, I'm just joking. I know you're probably thinking, how could someone like me that looks as young as I look be on the radio giving advice, especially to someone uh, like you? And I said, right here, that all of this, I don't have a few years of experience. I put it all in a short period of time. Every one of these books behind me is what I'm going to be able to offer you in the way of advice. And so I think young people, if they work hard on themselves, it will, I mean, it absolutely pays off. I understand that feeling. When I first started lecturing, I'd be up there on stage. I was, you know, 31, 32. And, you know, there were dentists in the audience that were in their 60s, 70s. And it's kind of like, what gives you the credentials to be teaching us, you know? Um, but you know, over time, that kind of shifts. Now I go up there, I'm like the oldest guy, 
you know, yeah. there's all these real young ones. So I feel a lot more comfortable because I, I don't feel, you know, that I feel like, okay, you know, next year I graduated dental school in 1983. So next year will be my 40 years as a dentist, which wow. is a, just a long career. Most, most, uh, most dentists don't make it that long. So well, now I, we're, we're, it like, sounds like we're about the same age. If, um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I was born in uh, 61. So yeah, I was born in 58. So uh, but it's been it's been an amazing career. If you had told me what the highlights of my career were going to be right when I graduated dental school, I just said, yeah, nah, that's yeah, nah, nah, nah. But and then every every so often, just when I get to a, a new, you know, pinnacle, something else happens. And I'm like, wow. You know, that's so exciting. I, I, in fact, I just was contacted last week and I'm going to get a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Royal Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry in London. So they're there flying out there uh, December 2nd or 3rd, I think is the ceremony. It's a big black tie thing and all that. It's it's pretty exciting. So yes, well, yeah. And, and I would imagine if we you look back, uh, it's been a, a lifetime of self-improvement to get better. And, and I tell people this, if you'll do things that no one else will do, you get to do things no one else gets to do, right? Yeah. Not, you know, that's a big thing. I say at leap successful people are willing to do the things that unsuccessful people are not willing to do. And that's a big differential. And I'll tell you something else, you know, kids come up to me all the time and say, Dr. Bill, Dr. Bill, you know, what's the secret of success? It's not a secret. <laughs> Work your buns off. That's a secret, you know? And, and, and I say this as well. Successful people get stuff done. Right. I, I can't even begin to describe how many people I meet in LA. I, I don't know what they do. In, in fact, they don't know what they do. They just don't, don't do anything. You know, like I, I just don't, I don't get it. How can you exist here and just not like try to get the most out of life? So I love that you help people accomplish that. I love that you help people set up a generational foundation for, you know, supporting not only themselves, but their parents and their children and their grandchildren. I love that. I mean, there aren't a lot of professions where people actually love what they do. And I know you do because you're doing good. Yeah. Well, you know, um, money, money, uh, whether you uh, control it or not, can it, it's going to always have some impact on everything you do, whether you're, you know, I always say this, you know, if you, if there's no gap between your income and outgo, your quality of life goes down. When you have a big gap, your quality gets better. And so, and, and one other comment about what you said, you don't know what they do. What I think, uh, and you, and you said, get it, they, the, the people who are successful, get it done. You know, what I've learned uh, that's the most important of the GPS is the S, which is the schedule, you know, and you show up when you're supposed to show up. And that's when you start implementing. A lot of people have all these great big goals and great big, you know, they got all these plans and ideas and everything like that, but they never get around to doing anything. What and does the G and the P stand for? The goal, the plan, the schedule. Goal, plan, schedule, gotcha. your GPS. Yeah. And so that GPS, 
you know, you can have big goals and you can have big plans, but if you don't implement it and, you know, everybody gets around, I remember back in the days, I love playing golf and, um, and I just, if I went and played golf and I hadn't got things done that I needed to get done, I wouldn't enjoy playing golf. All right. Because I didn't get my work done, didn't get what I was supposed to get, uh, be doing. And so I think a lot of times um, we, we just roam along and we don't, but if you put a schedule, you know, I've, I've been working a schedule uh, for a uh, calendar for years, for over 20 years, I would always get all of my, the, my goals done in the first part of the week. I wanted to have 20 hours a week of very highly productive activity that only I could do. All right. And so I would try to do that on Monday and Tuesday. All right. Sometime I have to add a little to it and that would be our, and my productive, I know what is specific productive for me, but that way the rest of the week I coast along if I needed to, I'd already gotten taken uh, things happening and I never lived in regret all week. Oh man, I need to get to work. I need to do this. And so that's kind of how, you know, it's just, just things like that. Little things that cause people uh, just little changes uh, compounded over time and, you know, equals success. You're a hundred percent right. If students who are watching this want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to do that, Roy? Uh, there, there's a couple things. Um, you can go to RoyMatlockJr.com. Uh, that's RoyMatlockJr.com. You can go if you want to get on my podcast. You can go to uh, Apple, Spotify. It's on all that. It's Roy Matlock Jr. Money and Business Hour. And then uh, we do have something on the website that I think is pretty good. It's a 12 part, 45 minute. Uh, so it's 12 45 minute courses that. All they got to do is, is go in and put their name and email address in and we'll deliver it to them. And it's literally from the budget all the way through investing, everything you need to know. We've got that. And then the name of my investment firm is Terra Wealth and it's Terra, T-E-R-R-A, wealth.com. So, so, yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for all your support. And thank you for just being an awesome guy. Hey, thanks, Bill. Thank you. All right. Hey, Dr. Bill, over and out. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.